Razzmoid Podcast. I am your host, Matt Bowie, and joining me today is uh, my editor, my boss, uh, Jay. Jay, how you doing? You're everything! Yeah, um, it's really special that I'm here, because I think I'm only contractually obligated to show up when we're talking Game of Thrones or Westworld, so... Or when Zach can't make it. Uh, yeah, well, don't let that secret out, or he's going to take advantage of that, so... Yeah, probably. <laughs> But yeah, uh, buried the lead a little bit. Zach's not going to be here tonight. Uh, but we are joined by um, the basketball man, Stan. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, where's Zach? He's at a uh, kindergarten school? <laughs> yeah, he has a uh, kindergarten class tonight. Uh, he said he had some study thing. Or no, yesterday was a study thing, and today was a high school football game that he just had to go to, so... But right. I, I think he live tweets for the school or something like that. Nice. What's his generation his called? Listens, so we'll we'll be sure to talk plenty of shit about Zach. <laughs> Just hey, Zach's dad. Hey, what what uh, generation is Zach from? Any? What is the generation? But let's see. There's I'm a Zennial, and then there's millennials, and then what's what's after millennials? Wait, he's not a Zennial. No, I'm a Zennial. Zennial is like the in-between Generation X and Millennial. It's like from if you're born from 78 to 84. So that's like a Zennial because you're kind of in the in-between. So after that is... Generation Z? Is that what it is? I think so. What does the Z stand for? Like zebra? Well, let me Google it real quick. (laughs) (laughs) That's what what we do on this pod when I'm on. We do everything but... But football, yeah. I just, I'm curious because I was just thinking about it. Generation Z. Uh, so, Stan, why don't you? Uh, we have basketball season coming up, and I believe three weeks is the first game, something like that. So, why don't you go ahead and tell us um, what you have going on for the preseason so far? Yeah, we've been, uh, you know, pumping out a ton of content. Um, got like seven or eight new writers. Uh, so, you know, there's going to be stuff, you know, flowing out every single day. Um, you know, right now, uh, you know, the RCOs are up and running. Um, you know, we, we definitely need more people, you know, see if, uh, you got the chops to take down, uh, you know, sit on top of the throne, be the best of the best, all that good stuff. Uh, so yeah, you know, I mean, you know, come visit the site, come check out, uh, the new writers, uh, you know, talk shit to them tell them if they're you know doing well you know whatever but um yeah lots of good stuff out there yeah, yeah. I, I am familiar with uh craig i've known him for a couple years is he still uh writing on the basketball side yeah he's still doing it he's across the pond so you know i don't know sometimes you get a little fuzzy but um right he's doing all the dynasty stuff so yeah so far as i know uh you know he, he he's gonna be doing his thing so yeah you know we got a we got a good crew uh, lots of good content, so yeah, definitely come check it out. Man, and, uh, I've never, know. I've never met a Craig that wasn't a douche. How come? How come your Craig is a good one, but all the Craigs I've ever met are Craig uh, Ladouches? Because, because he drinks tea with his pinky out. Like, oh like my god, is he like full British? Like, if he's if he's full British or something, I guess that doesn't count. So, <laughs> oh yeah, he's full British. Uh, yeah, hello, is. hello, governor, oi. <laughs> Um, That's you, all I know. I Craig often, Matt, or what? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I talk to Craig all the time. Uh, we okay. rode at the same site for a while. We were doing baseball together. Uh, he's a super great dude. Um, Man, you can't be talking uh, about your exes yeah, on this show. You can't close, be talking about that. He uh, closes out all his emails with kind regards, which I think is amazing. 
for sure. Yeah, nice. a really good guy. Uh, what what site were you guys at before? We were at uh, InThisLeague.com. Oh, Man, God. now now we're plugging that. <laughs> we're, we're, no, I'm we're, gonna have a lot of editing to do. <laughs> no, they're, they're they're great guys over there. Um, but don't check it. Don't check them out. Uh, just check out Razball. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go ahead and hop right into um uh, into week four games. Uh, Stan, you're gonna stick around because you write for football as well. Um, when it feels like it. Hey, I I just want I just want to uh, <laughs> you know let everybody know that um I you know I'm kind of dominating the Snyder League, so I don't know well, like. I'm having a lot of trouble with fan tracks. Like I can't figure out how to how to pick yeah. up players. Oh my god, fan tracks has been a complete headache for me. Specifically, not because <laughs> of fan tracks, but more because I could. I think I might take one of these days. I might take a screenshot of my phone if I can organize all the writers' texts on here, and they all text me the same shit all the time. Like at least three times a week. I got I got T hole. I got Jen. I got Zach. I think Matt, you you've had a couple texts of me all complaining no, about fan tracks. I asked you how you feel about fan tracks. I'm right. Not, I'm not gonna. That was about like it. the that was the passive aggressive way. I think to uh, <laughs> very yeah. very very passive aggressive. It's fun. It's What's like that? everyone's clever. They all have the same jokes and stuff. Like the website was designed with with Netscape in the '90s in mind, and you know, <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I will admit this this season has been a great experiment. I know we had a lot of roster issues with some of the leagues, so I, I literally had to go into multiple leagues and just sit there in front of the computer screen for three or four hours and just fix all the rosters from the first three weeks. And then and then I get a message from this dude today asking me if I still think I'm in my league that I created in one of my leagues. It's just like, bro. Bro, I'm trying, man. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm fixing, I'm, I'm triaging all my life's problems. I got my normal life. I got, I got the football. I got the rankings. I got to do content. And then I got to fix the fan tracks teams. And then on top of that, I got to try to do my leagues. And generally that usually comes last. I guess, I guess I'm tackling this issue because I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who sometimes wonder if I don't set my lineup. I'm sorry. I forget once in a while. For me, it's more important to get my content out just because it'll help your team and specifically. And to be quite honest, I've never seen people complain about going against a dude who they're going to whip their ass against. You know, like if they're going to beat me, they should be happy, right? I mean, well, anyhow. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> nah, I should uh, I should pay better attention, but honestly, uh, I I have to prioritize. So that's just hey, that's man, just life, I, man. I help you. That's what you hired me yeah. on to do. So you just let me know how I can help you, Jack. Yeah, as soon as I give you my fan tracks login info, like half my team's gonna be released the next day. <laughs> that, well, that might uh, be a, that might be a good thing, right? You figured yeah, that's me out true. already. And uh, <laughs> yeah, back to uh, the original point. Uh, there's an article: Generation Z can hardly wait to start buying homes. So I, I think that's Zach's generation. But uh, before we do get into football, uh, Stan, why don't you tell us about the RCL league? Since we were kind of already talking about football already. Um, are you guys starting to fill them up, or is that coming down the pipeline in the next couple weeks? Yeah, we got about, let me see, I think we got about five leagues filled up, um, just about five, you know, with some spots in there. Uh, there's a couple international guys, so if anybody's, you know, international, they got some uh, time slots for you guys. Um, but, you know, the beautiful thing about RCLs is, you know, you can go and create your own league. And so, you know, we welcome everybody. The more leagues, the merrier. And, you know, like I said, you know, see if you got the chop to take down, uh, you know, the best of the best. Are you yeah, using, uh, are you using, sorry, Matt, are you using the Yahoo or the ESPN? 
that's yeah, we're doing yeah, we're doing uh, Yahoo. Um, okay. You know, I'm glad that we're not using Fantrax, right? <laughs> um, no comment. I can't comment on it. So you <laughs> hey, guys no. can comment, but Jay, I thought I thought you had like a boy in Fantrax that was like taking care of you. So no, I do. It's just you know what he. No one can find him anymore. I think I may have burned him out, or Rudy may have burned him out. Like Rudy and I, we talk to each other, and we're like, "Where is this dude? Like he has Maybe been he's still in dial-up." I don't know. I mean, he it's, he didn't seem like a guy to use AOL, you know. But I'm just saying, like he um, he just went incommunicado. We're seriously wow. contemplating sending a search party for for Take Tim. Yeah, those, huh? Tim, if you're we out will, there, blink we twice. We'll rescue you. Blink twice. We'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So by the time you've heard this podcast, uh, the Bears and the Packers would have already played. Um, so we won't uh, cover that. We all pretty much expect the Packers to win, I believe. Um, Although so we, it would be it would be amazing to watch the Bears win this game, just because the Bears are just so bad. I mean, they're not like Jets bad, but they're they're still a dumpster fire in themselves, and. Honestly, they the, somehow won last week. Yeah, we. I still don't know how. I I watched the replay of it, and I'm still baffled by it. But I'm pretty sure it's just if they, they. I think what they need to do is just give the ball to Jordan Howard and line up like 11 people in, in front of him. Just you know, do that. But um, what about Tariq Cohen? I actually like him tonight. Um, I yeah. guess we'll see. By the time you've heard this, uh, I think the Bears are going to fall behind pretty early since it is in Green Bay. So I think in PPR leagues, he's going to be pretty. Valuable, yeah, for sure. Catches. I think Not the uh, the Packers, the Packers are like thirty first uh, against defending the the running backs. Um, you know, coming out of the backfield, so you know the matchup doesn't get any better. Um, plus, like you said, they'll probably be chasing points. Yep, yep. Um, so, are you saying I should bench Jordan How- or uh, Jordan Howard for Tariq Cohen? I, I can't yes. bring myself to do it. I can't. I would do it for sure. I can't. Okay. Yeah. Here's I th- the- I think it's a smart play, but you're going to be... I think it's a smart play, but I don't think anyone can do it after that week he put up, you know, last week. Oh I think it'd gosh. be hard for people to do that. But I I, th- I agree. Here's my observation on, on the game last week, right? Like, I was kind of kicking myself after the fact, but going into that game, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're, you know, they're, well, Stephon Tewitt was hurt. Um, they had a couple other injuries. Uh, I think, well, T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt, yeah. yeah T.J. Watt was out. And so, like, they were pretty – they were missing a lot of guys on defense. And, like, some of those holes – granted, the Bears have a really good off- you know, run-blocking offensive line. So, I mean, they were just massive holes. And, you know, I think a big reason was, you know, due to those two guys missing the game. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean – All right. I am you know? doing it right. live on air right now. <laughs> I am going to put Tariq Cohen in my flex spot over Jordan Howard. I like it. I like I think it. It's, you know what's even great is that I'm only on this podcast. <laughs> you're breaking up, but I knew where you're going, man. Yeah, you're gonna you're so gonna we, flee we to safety after this. Yeah, just because of that, I'm gonna have you come on the podcast next week. <laughs> There's no escape. It's not your podcast anymore. It's mine. Oh, that's right. I like Damn. Oh, like <laughs> I did want to mention. I was just remembering. I'm pretty sure that. Uh, Jay Jayhee had his big game where he broke out into the scene last year, and it was against the Steelers. I'm pretty sure, you know, where he ran for like 238 yards or some crazy yeah. stuff early in the season. Yeah, so okay. it's funny that Howard did that to them too in the same fashion. Yep, yep. 
Uh, speaking of, that is our early game on Sunday in London again at Wembley Stadium. Hello, uh, governor. Yeah, and uh, did you guys know Jay Ajay is actually from London? Really? Yeah, he he kind of looks like Jason Statham. I kind yeah. Yeah, I I see the connection. Uh, like J- like if Jason Statham had dreads. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, who do you guys like in this game? Do you guys like Jay Cutler this week against uh, the New Orleans Saints? We can start with you, Stan. Uh, it's a tough one. I mean, I, I have him streamed in a couple leagues, and, you know, the matchup doesn't get any better than going against the Saints. You know, the only issue is that, uh, you know, playing in London, like they don't have experience with that. And from what I've heard, you know, they're going to be one of the teams that are going to be flying in Friday, I believe, whereas, you know, the Saints, I think, went – they're, they're, they're already they're, been there all week, right? So, yeah, so they, you know, they had experience with with that situation, um, you know. But I mean, like, the matchup, you know, like I said, the matchup doesn't get any better. So I think, I think it's a good play. And then, you know, from a, you know, I guess the DFS perspective as well. Like he looked so bad last week that you know everyone's going to be off him. I think right, his ownership's going to be pretty low. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I, think it's a, I think it's a stream of the week, personally. Um, week? Okay. I can, yeah, I, I'm for, for quarterbacks, at least. I mean, like going against the Saints defense, they can't stop a nosebleed, um, except for Cam Newton. But he's, uh, I guess, a little less than a nosebleed this year. Like, he isn't playing well at all. Um, but I like Devontae Parker this week. Um, on the Saints side of the ball, Jay, who do you like? Uh, Drew Brees. I mean, I... Yeah. You know, I did. I did want to say about Cutler really quick. Like he is the streaming option, quarterback streaming option, just because, like Stan said, the matchup. But I mean, it's still making me nervous. You know, so sure. I just. I want to puke. Yeah, I want to puke. I mean, Cutler. Anyhow, yeah. You know, I've been I've been kind of hyping up. Uh, what should we call it? Um, I'm having like Marky. the biggest. Uh, yeah, Mark Ingram. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of liking the matchup against the Dolphins this week. Um, that's all I got. I mean, honestly, there's, uh, there's like not much to like about the Saints for me right now, except for maybe yeah. Breeze. I mean, not even Ingram is really kind of light Sneed. lighted my. He's coming back. Willie Sneed's coming back, so that might help out the offense. Yeah, well, you know, that helps out Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas has uh, two two straight games with that at least ninety yards. He got in the end zone last week for the first time. So. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Sneed continues to push that along. Yeah, Sneed's injured because I just I don't know where to rank him. You know, it's not like he's coming off an injury. Um, he's coming right. off you know suspension. I I kind of put him in the middle. I put him, I think I put him in the like the Marquee Lee area for this week because I feel like, okay. he, you know, honestly, it's really hard because I I wanted to be aggressive with him because I feel like Breeze will utilize him, but you know he still hasn't played at all this season. Like it's there's nothing like. Sure. Uh, real contact, you know, and real, you know, do it playing the full four quarters. So I, I don't know. I mean, if he honestly could go either way, but I just I went safe with his ranking. So I think people, with, well, yeah, people with the rosters who have him rostered should should do it the same way. I, I've seen some questions with him, kind of uh, asking if they should start him in their wide receiver three. I think that's the perfect spot for him, but I wouldn't put him over guys like um, you know, like Fitz. Or, um, I'm trying to think of other examples I saw today, but yeah, like you guys know what tier I'm thinking of. It's just, you know, just don't expect much, but he should be there. So, 
That's like the vaguest advice I've ever. That's like the vaguest yeah, no, advice I've ever given. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the over under is fifty, right? It's the highest right. <laughs> over under of the game. But no, I think you're right. I, I, it's fair to be conservative, you know, because like you said, he's it's his first game back, so. I, I think but I love him. I love him. Rest of season. This offense for two se- two years. So yeah, I don't yeah. think it's going to be that big of an adjustment. Um, Drew Brees, who's that gonna... guy? Who's the new quarterback? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to hurt Kobe Fleener's value quite a bit um, going forward. Did and he have any value to begin with? Yeah, he was garbage yeah. time man. <laughs> yeah. He was. He was. Yeah, I just think he sucks. <laughs> oh yeah. He has he has terrible hands. Yeah. Uh, he has Donald Trump hands. Uh, we're not getting political this episode, JR, you told me. Um, no. <laughs> so we'll move on to the Panthers and the Patriots. Uh, Stan, we can start with you. Is there anything that you like on the Panthers' side of the ball? I mean, assuming they'll probably fall behind pretty early against uh, the stout Patriots offense. So, you know, everything comes down to, <clears throat> you know, whether you think, you know, Cam Newton is done or not, right? Um, you know, he's been terrible. Uh, you know, obviously he's probably still, I mean, he could be injured for all we know. Right. I, yeah, his I, shoulder might not be healed. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, he's missing like really easy throws, like by, by a lot. So, and you know, he's not running. So, but he did get a, a rushing touchdown last week. Right. So, you know, if he's not rushing and if his accuracy is bad and, you know, he was never the most accurate quarterback to begin with, it's going to be tough. But, you know, here's the thing, like, we think the Saints defense is bad. Like, the Patriots, they might be worse. So, you know, what, they gave up 400 yards to Alex Smith. Like, you know, everybody's just been shredding them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the fact that they're going to be putting up points on offense, so every team is going to be chasing points. So, um, I I kind of like McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey and Cam, you know, I kind of like them both, to be honest with you. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely get behind that. Uh, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I think I think Stan's absolutely correct about the Patriots' defense, and I think the way they kind of get around that a lot is if they game plan for it, you'll see it, and it'll be one of those days where Tom Brady has, like, 50 pass attempts, and they're all to, like, James White, or... Is Rex Burkhead still alive? Is he dead yet, or is he, is he still... <laughs> He's still alive. Yeah, I think he might play a part in it. I wouldn't expect much from Cooks or their, or their long options if they decide to kind of drain the clock as much as they can but i expect uh i expect james white to get some time i you know i, I haven't been too much of a fan of uh we'll call him uh, <laughs> the gazelle because i i it's just the quickest way to pronounce his name but mike jealousy <laughs> is that it jalazy yeah i don't know what that's like a french hello but um <laughs> yeah i you know other than that i think you guys hit it i just just to hammer the point on Cam Newton, yeah, his his shoulder's broken right now. Like, that is... like I mean, let's be honest. He was never the most accurate passer, but some of the stuff I've seen this year is just like, wow, dude, you're like Tim Tebow now. It's not even... Like, without the long ball, which is incredible. But, you know, I just... I don't think he's done-done, but I don't think we'll see the real Cam Newton anytime this year. It sure looks like it, which is sad, because, you know, I kind of like him as a player, so... He's going to be a deep sleeper next year. Yeah, that's yeah, true. So, uh, do we want to skip the Jaguars and Jets for sake of time and just so say cute. start Leonard Fournette? Yeah, it's, it's your show. 
Well, let me uh, let me just know. mention really quick that I have the Jags DST ranked number two this this week, and it makes okay. me feel really weird. I don't okay. I don't know how they did it, but they have a good defense this season. I just I it happened. So you know you, you know the weird thing though about that D is you know their cornerbacks are amazing, and they have a you know they have, I think they're number one in sacks or pressures. Yeah, but they're ro- yeah, they're he's a beast. But their run defense is actually pretty bad, and as for, Matt Forte's out, right? So it's all, it's yeah, all going to be uh, all Bilal Powell? He's expected to be out, yeah. So. Okay, so, you know, sneaky guy actually might be Bilal Powell here. Because yeah, yeah he actually, I'm glad you yeah. did mention that because uh, I read today that the Bilal Powell is expected to get a really heavy workload this week and pretty much uh, have the offense built around him because they really can't pass. And yeah, I'm, glad like, we did, I'm glad we didn't skip, skip this game because I like Austin's Ferry and Jenkins this week too. Um, for sure, for sure. Get, getting some work over the middle a little bit um yeah after watching jay cutler last week like i'm really not feeling uh blake bortles in an easy matchup this week um they're two different people but at least the jets can stop something so i'm not going to start anything in the jaguars passing game yeah just pound for net like you said all righty uh, Texans and Titans. Uh, Richard Matthews has had uh, a good couple of weeks um, over the past two weeks with the absence of Corey Davis so far. Um, do you think, Stan, that the Titans will be able to do anything against the Texans' defense? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, Titans de- the Titans' offense is for real. You know, they have yeah. one of the best offensive lines in the game. Um, and if you look at their depth chart, I mean, they're stacked everywhere. Right, they you know obviously receivers. Some guys are injured, but tight end. They have two tight ends. They have two running backs. You know they have receivers. You know so they're really good. They're really good. You know you have to respect the run against them. Mariota doesn't turn the ball over. You know they they were able to move the ball against Seattle. Um, so I mean they're for real. So the Texans defense does not scare me at all in this matchup. Um, all right, Jay. Anything? Yeah, really cool. It's unrelated, but I was just I was answering questions on the site, and I'm I'm kind of curious about this. This I I thought it was pretty easy, but I don't now I'm second guessing myself because it seems pretty obvious. But it's uh, it's half PPR McCoy for Zeke, just straight up. I I said take Zeke McCoy like in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in half PPR, I I mean I love I love McCoy. I love Shady in PPR, but I mean. It doesn't seem like Zeke's going to miss any time this year. Uh, I think that's pretty much guaranteed he's not going to miss time this year at this point. I, I feel like McCoy will miss time due to injury more than Zeke will, you know? like His his usage has been pretty heavy so far, and he really hasn't done anything since week one. Uh, Grant, they have been some tough matchups. Uh, who do the Bills play this week? Atlanta. No. The Falcons. Yeah. He's going to have a big week this week. Yeah, so. you know, he's got a good matchup this week. You know what trade I've been asked? I got like three separate questions the last few days on McCoy for Melvin Gordon. I find that to be an interesting kind of. It seems I kind of lateral, but McCoy right now, yeah, yeah. I like the McCoy side too. Gordon I, sucks, right? Well, go go easy <laughs> I, I, you're, there. You're the Charger fan. You're the Charger fan. So <laughs> go easy there, champ. Well, you know what? First of all, I'm not sure if I am a Charger fan or not. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't watched any of their games complete per se because i'm still kind of miffed at the owner but i still root for the players it's it's a tough situation for me uh i think 
I'm less angry and just sad just because the anger part would be like they stole something from me, but it's not really. I lived in LA too, so I don't feel like it got stolen. It's just moved to my other hometown. But I think I'm just ang- like sad that the that the San Diego public got basically penalized for being responsible, being the first football city to be responsible, not cave to these billionaires. But then it gets into politics, so you know. Right. Um, right. But yeah, sorry, sorry to um, sorry to sidetrack the. It was just these 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 uh, questions sometimes are interesting, and I was kind of like thinking about it, and you know, and half PPR it made me second guess, but I, I think we're right. I think in that case you want to go Zeke just because he he's the number one guy with Johnson out, and uh, well, and Bell I guess would be number one. But the Gordon McCoy thing is interesting too. I I think in standard I would stick with Gordon, but in any PPR I would I would do Shady. I think that was where I I would land. Yeah. Okay. I can agree with that. Um, Steelers-Ravens, big rivalry. Uh, Ravens' defense has been really tough so far this season, minus last week, of course, when uh, they got torched by, um, by the uh, the London Jaguars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Stan, what do you think of the Ravens' backfield? I mean, no one's really doing anything. Is there anyone that you really like going forward? I'm a Javorius Allen guy. You know, like, I don't think he's particularly good, but, um, you know, he catches passes. He's going to fill that Woodhead-type role. Um, I, Terrence West, I'm, I'm, never, I'm not a big fan of him, and plus he's just an early-round guy, uh, early down back, and they lost their guard, Marshall Gander, right? So, like, yeah. Um, you know, the one guy that is kind of sneaky is, you know, Alex Collins, right? He was – I loved mm-hmm. him when he was in Seattle. Um, he's awesome. He runs really hard. Just, you know, the only problem is, is he gonna is he gonna get enough snaps? So until the thing like, is, yeah, he, he he played a lot in the second half last week yeah. when the game was already out of hand, and we didn't see too. Well, we saw a little bit of him in week two, but yeah, yeah. It, it's That's really hard to gauge. But yeah, Allen, I think Allen's the guy there. Is there anything you like on the Steelers side of the ball this week, Jay, going against this Ravens defense? I don't know. Honestly, I'd like the Steelers' offense to kind of get clicking. They yeah. They've been kind of up and down. I'm not really appreciating the fact that they have so many weapons and they don't. They haven't figured out how to use them yet. I mean, um, I mean, not like they've been total complete scrubs, but it's just it's been mediocre. Um, to borrow a quote from Mad Max, but um, yeah, no, I've, you know, it's interesting because Ben Roethlisberger he went pretty low in my quarterback rankings. No, he went about the same. He. I was just, he was in like the Matt Stafford, Eli Manning range. And I thought he was a little bit better than that. And you so you are way too low on Matthew Stafford, sir. I've always been low on Matt Stafford. I don't, I don't know what it is about that. I just, He's I think a great year so far. Yeah, he is. But I just, I, I still don't believe it. Let, let's, let's watch a few more games and see what happens. But yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I think I've been getting a lot of Bryant trade questions. I would definitely, if people are still interested in him, I, I would use him to trade. I've seen. Bryant for Watkins out there. I like Watkins Ooh. in that situation. I would take that. Um, I've seen Bryant. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You would take Watkins over Dez? No, over no, we're um, talking Mar- Martavius. Oh, Martavius. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. yeah. Martavius. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones, but I think in the, I would sell on Martavius just because. I mean, people may think they're buying low, but this just may just be. He may have a couple of big games this year, but I don't think he's going to be like that big. Wide receiver two, I think people were hoping for. So he's so talented. I think he's just getting—he's just getting back into the groove of things. I mean, he's only played three games. This is his third game since uh, 2015. 
Uh, he did have a good game the week before this last week. So yeah, I and mean, that's I that's just the part about. Just... No, no, I agree. It's just in in fantasy football, you know. I think I think you have to make moves starting now. Like we're in week four, so you got a you got a month. Like you, Everybody you'll probably. Panic. Yeah, I mean, you you can panic now. Like if you're zero and four after this week, or or one and three, you should panic a little. You you got to make big moves because playoffs are like. The season's so short. Like you're thinking playoffs in two weeks. You know that's that's when you start looking at the playoff standings. I think in in most leagues. So if, if you want to trade Bryant now, if you don't want to wait and you can get someone good like that Watkins, I, I I'd go for it just to see what happens. All right, Bengals and Browns. Um, so we got to see uh, Joe Mixon in an extended role last week. Stan, did you like what you saw out of Mixon? Oh yeah. Or the sure. the Bengals offense in general. Yeah, no, you know, laser, right? He got everything, you know, more three-step drops, more quick passes, and, you know, the genie out of the bottom now with uh, with Mixon. I mean, the guy, he's big, he's agile, he's fast, he's powerful. Like, he, you know, he's the guy. Like, if they don't give him, you know, the majority of the carries, then something's wrong because he's by far the best back that they have. I think going forward, they pretty much have to. They got to get a win this week. I mean, they're 0-3. Uh, their playoff percentage is starting to get very, very bleak, um, their chances of making it. Um, it was good to see A.J. Green get involved quite a bit last week, too, uh, despite the Packers not really being good against the pass. But uh, nonetheless, A.J. Green got you some fantasy points if you are an A.J. Green owner. And if you were able to buy low on him after the first couple weeks, that's, uh, that's a good thing. He should have a good matchup this week against the Browns. Jay... You put out your rankings today. What are you doing with Isaiah Crowell? He hasn't had a game where he's had over 44 yards yet this year. I know, man. I tried to tell people in preseason, don't don't be buying this Crowell. You remember, right? Because I, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, you you take like what was it? I think you took like two or three big, two of the three of his biggest rushes last season, and he like his yards per average went down like 15 yards or something. Tweet, yeah. yeah, it was just. I mean, I still like him. I think you should buy low on him, but I just think people who started liking him at the beginning of the season just liked him too much. I think he is kind of – he's – I'd say he's a strong running back too, and I kind of feel like he always will be. I mean, he's he was like – where was he being drafted? In the third round? Second yeah, round? Third, third or fourth round. Yeah. Yeah. I second sometimes, yeah. So I guess that's not too bad. But, I mean, if people are asking if they should be buying, yeah, but you should be paying discount rate. But yeah. I, I think this is who he is. And, um, yeah, honestly. And about the Mixon thing, I was actually – I think – I think it was you, Matt, who who I don't know. You can correct me or not, but we were kind of in agreement that Mixon. I was a little low on Mixon because I didn't think he was going to get the the touches. But ever since they changed the offensive coordinator, that was the only thing holding me back. So I agree with everything yeah, you yeah, said I about, about Mixon him twice last week. Yeah, I mean, uh, if they're going to game plan with him, then yeah, he's going to be great. I, so I think I even ranked him in the top. I think I ranked him at like nineteenth last week, and so that. That's probably about where he ended up because he didn't find the end zone, but he did rack up some yards. I think he had like 90-some all-purpose yards. So, uh, yeah, got you nine fantasy points. Uh, more than that if you're in PPR. So, uh, yeah, definitely Joe Mixon going forward. I think uh, good things are definitely going to happen this week. Uh, Lions and Vikings. Uh, I'm really sad because Kenny Galladay has disappeared from this offense, as many expected. And I hoped it wouldn't happen, but it kind of did. Um, Xavier Rhodes 
probably is going to be on Marvin Jones because uh, Golden Tate likes to move around a little bit. So I think probably fade. Uh, go ahead and fade um, Marvin Jones. But uh, I like uh, Golden Tate this week. What do you think, Stan? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a target monster, right? He has a good matchup. Um, it's either Trey Waynes or I forgot the other. Uh, who else did they have? Uh, Ter- well, I don't know. I forgot his name. Um, Terrence oh, Newman. Okay. Terrence Newman's on the outside, so Trey Wiggs is going to be in the slot, right? So I mean, oh yeah, a, right. So that's a plus matchup. But, uh, mm-hmm. Golden Tate. I mean, he's such a good, he's such a good route runner, and he's so quick that it's pretty tough to any you know slot corner to hang with him. So yeah, I'm with you. He's the guy there. Uh, what do you think of the Viking side of the ball? Do you like? Um, I don't. Is Sam, I haven't seen anything on Sam Bradford. Bradford's so. out. Yeah, he's out. out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the Case Keenum out. show. Woo! The Case Keenum Kool Aid. <laughs> after, after last week, after he torched uh, the second string of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which yeah. I'm so glad I paid two hundred dollars a ticket for that. Um, but oh, yeah, uh, do you like um, do you like the Vikings wide receivers this week against the Lions? Who, who, who are you asking? I I guess uh, Jay. Do you like? Him? Um, yeah, no, honestly, hey, that's how we do it. Um, yeah, I like the feeling. I like, I've always liked Diggs. I think, uh, there was a lot of, um, mystery on what he was going to do with, with Bradford out. I think starting in week two, was it? Or maybe starting week three. I can't remember, but, um, I still, I still enjoy Diggs. I mean, he, these are, this is still the NFL, you know, the wide receiver one's still going to get, uh, some action uh, thrown his way, no matter who's thrown it, you know, whether it's, you know, Jay Cutler or, you know, someone a little bit better, like my dead grandmother. So, um, yeah, I just... Sorry about laughing at your dead. <laughs> nah, it's fine. Uh, she's been dead for a while. She she doesn't care. Um, so, uh, yeah, I still like the wide receivers. I, I actually like the Vikings offense, even with Keenum. Now, granted, that that's within... It's a relative statement. I mean, this is within concept. I'm not saying, you know... Uh, Case Keenum is the next Joe Montana, obviously not. But um, if if you're worried about if if you come to a decision, let me put it this way: if you if you're like, man, should I sit Diggs or should I should I should I play him? And you think to yourself, is should Keenum affect that decision? Don't let it affect it. Like you know, the, the, just go with uh, just go with Diggs if he if he's on the cusp. Go with uh, Thielen if he is, just because that that offense seemed to do okay last week with him so and it's against the lions who you know granted their offense is a little bit uh helps the defense a little bit um with with their long um with their play clock tendencies so so that's the case so but yeah i i wouldn't be worried about vikings players this week all right uh rams cowboys we all like ezekiel elliott i'm assuming um is sammy Watt sammy Watkins gonna be back from a concussion i believe he's practicing again already um, Jay, I'll throw this to you uh, since we kind of talked about Sammy Watkins a little bit. Uh, where are you going to have him ranked this week? Oh, I have no idea. Let me see where I put. I gotta oh. grab it now. Um, I got so so much things through my head. Um, if I, uh, I'm almost there. Quick, stall for time. Sorry. I'm stalling for time. I'm just stall gonna babble. Ah! Uh, Todd Gurley. <laughs> Someone talk about yeah. Todd Gurley. Oh, you know what? That, I'm glad you brought up Todd Gurley because I actually got a question today that I found interesting. That in a vacuum, uh, would you want Jordy Nelson or Todd Gurley? Like just standard league. Todd Gurley at this point for me, um, yeah. he's starting to look like he did. 
his feet, his footwork starting to look like it did uh, when he was a rookie. Um, the offensive line play has definitely been better, and uh, you're looking up Sammy Watkins right now, but he's definitely yeah. helping spread uh, the defense around. So I really like Todd Gurley. What do you think, Stan? Yeah, no, I mean, you know, the the main thing is well, the two main things is one, the change in offensive philosophy. Like honestly, like how Jeff Fisher had a job for for that long is really beyond me. But all you gotta you know, do is win eight games, man. I know, seriously, right? But but now so there's more sophistication to the offense. Um, you know, they actually have like passing routes and concepts, and you know, Goff is spreading the ball around. But I think the main thing with Gurley is that he's more involved in the passing game. So like his floor is super elevated now. So what he caught five passes, three passes, five passes, right? So I mean that's yeah. huge. So his floor is huge, and he has the upside, you know, like we saw the other game, two touchdowns, so or three touchdowns, right? So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm I have a, I have Gurley ranked as my number one overall running back this week. Wow. Going to do so until he proves otherwise. Um, I'm sold okay. just from what I've seen in the first three weeks. Um, he may not be the best overall running back in the league, but he is in the offense that he plays in. It seems to me that he's going to be – uh, the best fantasy running back this year. So, um, all respect due to Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he's fantastic too. But six six touchdowns through three games is is really no joke. Um, so Jay, is he somewhere within uh, your ten to fifteen range, Sammy Watkins? Like overall, or is as a receiver? No, he's as a re- okay as, as a receiver. receiver. He's my twenty five. He's like he's behind. Oh, okay. He's behind Cooper and Thielen and above Crabtree and Hogan. So that's that's kind gotcha. of the range he's in. You know what? Honestly, I just played it safe with Watkins. So, yeah, um, I hear you. Uh, you want to repeat. So uh, I think I ranked him in my top 20 this week. Okay. Um, so the Bills and Falcons, we already talked about LaShawn McCoy a little bit. Stan, I will throw this to you. Uh, what right. do you think about the uh, Falcons running game this week? Um, do you think uh, – I'm sorry, I can't remember. <laughs> Not Tevin Coleman. Do you think he's going to have Devontae Freeman? Yes. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he he's a beast at home. Um, and you know the thing is, is the earlier in the season, the touch distribution was you know closer to fifty-fifty. I think it was a little bit skewed towards Freeman, but I think over the last couple of games, like he's just monopolized the you know the touch volume. So I think right. it was like like seventy thirty, maybe it might be even more, right? So yeah, it's getting there. It really yeah, is. right. So uh, you know, Matt Ryan plays really well at home, so that you know he's gonna have plenty of opportunities to score, and you know now they're feeding him. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm expecting big things this week. Obviously, we all love Julio Jones. Are, are you sold on Sanu after uh, the last couple of weeks? I mean, he had he had a big week in week two. Are you sold on him at all? Yeah, for me? Yeah. Uh, no. No? no? He's, you know, uh, he's a complimentary piece. Um, there's just too much, you know, too much variance, too much volatility there for him to be a uh, reliable fantasy asset. Yeah. Right. Uh, Jay, is yeah, he's like he's like Terrence oh, yeah. Williams or like Jalen Strong, you know, like he has like three or four, maybe two, three or four, like pretty good games, and then he just kind of disappears into the ether, you know? The ether. Yeah, the ether. Oh, oh, one thing I wanted to mention too, um the the Bills, they they've been having some issues on the defensive line um this past week. You know, I, uh, Lawson 
I think he's out just because of a groin injury and um Marcel Darius, he he's had ankle issues. So that that could be something that, you know, the running game can be taken advantage of uh with uh with Freeman and uh Coleman. But yeah, go go ahead. I just Especially wanna... yeah, I, to build on your point, especially if they jump ahead early, um they will keep the ball on the ground and I mean in deeper leagues, Tevin Coleman might even warrant uh flex consideration. I know um Stan just talked about um the ratio of carries as heavily favoring Freeman, but yeah. if they jump ahead, maybe Coleman will see the field more. Uh, I'm curious to know, Jay, what is there anyone in the Bills passing game that you like? Are are you sold on Charles Clay at all? He has two touchdowns through the first three weeks, and he seems to be Tyrod Taylor's uh, red zone target. I mean. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you know that. That I mean, you got to own someone on that team, and I honestly, I think their best pass catcher is McCoy. So I, I think that okay. would be the. I, I like Zay Jones, but not particularly. You know, I mean, within reason. He, he um, got shut out last week. I mean, yeah, he two catches all year. I know, but I mean, I just like him long term. Obviously, uh, Jordan Matthews. <laughs> he is doing Jordan Matthews like things, which is not much, but I. <laughs> I really dislike it just because I, I really don't think Tyrod Taylor is this terrible, but he's not really helping himself out this year either. So I, I know, you know, he can't control what his wide receivers do, but, you know, there are some weapons there, and I, I wish uh, they would they would give a little bit better showing because I did expect uh, Taylor to have a pretty good year. But I think it just comes down to McCoy. He's like their only offensive weapon at this point, so. I agree. Um so we're going to move on to the Chargers and Eagles. So, Jam, obviously going to start with you. This is your team. What do the Chargers... Tentatively, yeah. What we'll do see. the Chargers have to do? You watch them more than anyone. Um, who do you like this week, and what do they have to do to beat the Eagles? I mean, actually, I think this game is pretty winnable for the Chargers. Uh, I mean, obviously, they've got off to a rocky start. I, I, you know, Rivers... I wonder how different this team would have been with Mike Williams. You know, it's just Rivers really needs a guy, like a playmaker. Sounds uh, like we're about two end. weeks away. And, yeah, so definitely stash him. I've been People have been asking me questions on whether or not they should be stashing Mike Williams in these 10-team uh, and 12-teamers. Yeah, now is about the time. If you got the room, uh, you know, I know it's going to be tough with bye weeks coming up. You're going to have to do some roster shuffling. But if you can, it could be worth it just because um, – you know, there, there there has to be more than Keen Allen out there. Um, and I yeah. think Philip Rivers really utilizes him. But, yeah, I just, you know, it hasn't come to fruition. I was really excited about them changing to a zone-blocking scheme, specifically for Gordon. Uh, maybe they just don't have the personnel to do it. I, you know, I'm not an NFL coach, so I, I, could, I couldn't determine if the offensive line would adapt well. They obviously haven't. And Gordon, of course, has his own uh, ankle issues. But the, the Eagles aren't that strong of a team. I mean, I know they're... Uh, two and one right now, but I just they they don't impress me too much. So I think this is a game the Chargers can take. I I'm still starting Gordon. Um, people keep asking me if they should handcuff uh, him with Oliver. He's the one dude like he's like one of the few handcuffs in the league where I'm just like don't even bother because Oliver's trash. Mm-hmm. Like he's just yeah he's he's never been good. He's not good at all. I I'm actually surprised the Chargers didn't go into the season with some kind of change of pace back or or someone just uh you know even though Danny Woodhead was there just for four games that was still a break that Gordon had you know as a third down back or, or as 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 someone to you know um, put out in the flats and. And to pass to, um, but yeah, I just, uh, I guess that's my take. It's kind of 
ambivalent and confused, which is kind of like <laughs> how the Chargers are playing. So I, I got one more question for you, and it might even be more confusing because it's really confusing me. What the hell do you do with Hunter Henry? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, it's a good question. Uh, I A lot of people are high on Henry this year. I tried to explain to them. It's hard for me, too, because the one thing that I know for sure about myself and all of my life is my Chargers bias, and it reflects a lot in my writing. It's, it's so much so that I make fun of it a lot. And so I tell people specifically, don't listen to me when I talk about the Chargers because I, I think they're going to the Super Bowl every year. And in terms of Henry, though, like, he was ranked up there, and there was a lot of hype for him, and it was justified hype, but I don't think people understand, you know, even though Gates has the record, Rivers will still look for Gates, because it's almost like muscle memory at this point, you know, so, uh, you know, I don't think Henry is going to be his first look at any any play, unless it's specifically designed for Hunter Henry, if that makes sense. So, um, ESPN is calling someone. Henry had such a good year last year. Right. Uh, toward the end of the season. And that was out of necessity. He'll, he'll come again at the end of the season, too, because even though Gates isn't as playing said. as much. Yeah, you know, that's how we do. Yeah, but, you know, Gates fades every year just because of age or nagging injuries and whatnot. So Rivers will have no choice. But in the beginning of the season where Gates is still fresh and Rivers, you know, if he if he feels he's getting rushed in the pocket and he's been having a rough couple games uh, from, from the opposing defenses, he will go to Gates first. That will always be his first look, and I think that really does affect Henry's value. Okay. Uh, Stan, do you want to talk about the Eagles side of the ball? Where, um, what are you thinking about Carson Wentz this week against the Chargers? Yeah, I like him. Um, you know, this game definitely has a chance to, you know, to shoot out because uh, I think, you know, the Chargers are going to be able to put up points on them. And so, uh, you know, I think Wentz is going to have to come back and, and match him. Um, Ertz, you know, to me, Ertz is the guy. Uh, you know, he's pretty much getting peppered with like 10 targets a game. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, er, you know, Wentz loves him. And I think the Chargers are like 31st defending the tight end. Uh, so, you know, that's that's a really juicy matchup. Um, yeah, you know, I have were, Ertz as a third tight end this week. Third? Okay, yeah. yeah. No, that's, yeah, he, he, he's definitely up there. Um, Hayward is probably going to shut down Alshon, right? Mm, um, yeah. And basically, you know, the other receivers that they have suck, so. <laughs> Another big Nelson Aguilar week. He's terrible. He's, He's terrible. so bad. <laughs> uh, I mean, what do you think of LeGarrette Blunt and uh, Wendell Smallwood, though? So, you know, Smallwood's a little a little intriguing. You know, he's the waiver wire, wire darling this week. But, uh, you know, this I'm a little conflicted, right? Because, you know, he wasn't known as the greatest like pass catcher you know coming out of college and he had pass protection issues and it seemed like you know they've been trying to make him a thing but he just hasn't been able to you know take over that role um so you know there's definitely some some you know red flags there but you know obviously now it spoils down you know he's gonna get usage he's gonna get opportunities so um you know usage equals money right so right um, LeGarrette Blunt, I don't know. I just think that's just a terrible fit for him. Um, but, you know, if they get into the red zone, they're going to pound him. So, yeah, he, um, he was able to get into the end zone last week. I didn't see it, but I assume it was probably a one-yard run. Am I right? Uh, I did not see it either. So I, I, sure. Jay? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't watch. Uh, um, I assume it is, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
I, I mean, I just, sorry, I'm trying to hold back a couple coughs because I don't have a cough button ready to go. But, um, yeah, no, I just, that's how he runs, one yard at a time. Um, so, I do like Smallwood. I, I, I've been on him since since early in the season just to own on your bench. Um, everything that Stan said is true about him, though. But uh, still better than still better than Paul Perkins. So get Perkins off your team, everyone. This is oh, like yeah, he's, he's the worst. This is like the eighth week. This is like the eightieth year I've mentioned to people that Perkins is trash. Like I, I think I mentioned even during the right Matt. You remember me talking yeah. about this, right? I didn't even out of spite because he's so bad. I didn't even put him on <laughs> my rankings. He wasn't even on my preseason all the rankings. Backs yeah. Of the New York Giants. Yeah. yeah, they don't have any running backs. Well, the unfortunate part is I think Darkwa could actually do something if if Eli could figure out how to pass it to a receiver this season. I mean, it's just so incredible how bad... It's really weird, too, because McAdoo is supposed to be, like, this offensive uh, guru, and he's he's just... Uh, We've got he's so just, many offensive Yeah, he's, uh, he's McAdoo-doing all over the field, so... Yeah, uh, speaking of the Giants, though, on their side of the ball, um, Brent Grimes is going to be back for the Bucks this week, and I think Odell Beckham is... This could be my Buccaneers bias, but I think he's going to have a little trouble with him, and I think Vernon Hargreaves will be okay against Brandon Marshall. But I do like Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard this week. Um, the Giants should make plays over the middle this week if they want to move the ball because the Bucks are going to be without, almost guaranteed going to be without uh, Quan Alexander and Levante David, their two best linebackers. So, And that big play uh, that big play by Shepard last week was right in the middle of the field, so... Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, those two guys are definite, definite starts. And I, I even think uh, Evan wrote about that today in um, his streamer article, too. So just to I, back that I up. I actually, I love Jaquiz this week. How do you feel about that, Matt? You tell me. No, I don't. I don't. I'm just Ooh. ready for, I'm ready for Doug Martin to come back next week. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you, how do you think that, how do you think that transition will take place? Are you, are people who have been owning Martin their, on their bench, are you telling him to start him right away? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start Doug Martin right away. Um, I think uh, the reason why is because they're going to be on a four-day – they're going to be on four-day rest. So they are really going to depend – they're playing the Patriots next Thursday, by the way, if you didn't know. Um, they're going to be depending on Doug Martin's fresh legs uh, in the first couple drives to kind of set the tone against um, against the Patriots because they're – kind of beat up on the defensive side of the ball so they're going to need to score early and i think uh establishing the running game with doug martin in the first couple drives uh will be crucial uh doc quiz this week i didn't i didn't like what i see what i've seen the the first two games i he was okay against the bears but who isn't um and he was just awful against the vikings and he he only got like five six seven carries because he's just very ineffective and they did fall behind early but uh yeah i mean i guess his game will be a little bit closer i'm kind of changing my mind uh in the middle of the sentence but if he gets more work then he'll be okay as a flex uh as a flex consideration uh you, what do you think stan of the buccaneers offense this week uh i mean it's tough to run against the giants with damon harrison in the middle there and uh you know vernon i mean their d-line is is pretty stout and you know like you said you know the bucks haven't really been you know too effective on the ground as is um i had a question for you since you're the bucks guy uh yeah charles sims and he's the past drop him. guy right drop him just Terrible. drop him he's, <laughs> he's so bad 
<laughs> he is so bad. Okay. Okay. Um, he's just he's I, yeah he's the he's the third down back, but I mean he's not theoretic. So right. yeah, I, I don't think he's fantasy relevant. And I think okay. he's a terrible football player. Okay. Um, you know, for me, you know, I mean, the Giants, you know, their cornerbacks are, are, are very good, um, and they kind of funnel. Eli Apple, you think Eli Apple's pretty good? Uh, well, Jenkins on the other side. Apple's, oh, right. yeah, yeah, I mean, Jenkins is awesome, but yeah, Apple is a little, you know, suspect, but, you know, as a unit, I mean, they have playmakers all over the place, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, the way, you know, where you attack the Giants is, you know, via the tight end. So, uh, break, I mean, any interest in break this week? Yeah, Cameron Brait definitely. Uh, I'm still not a big fan of O.J. Howard yet. Okay. Uh, he's been getting one or two targets a game, and I guess as we, as kind of the Buccaneers beat writers were reporting all preseason, and it's kind of um, what I assumed after the draft anyways, is they're going to use O.J. Howard as help uh, on their offensive line for the most part this season and okay. just kind of get him involved a little bit. Um, right. in Are the they pack. running – Sorry, sorry. Are they running a lot of two tight end sets? Is that what yeah, they are. They are. Um, yeah. And Howard is not out there all the time. Uh, okay. I did not see a lot of Howard last week um, at the game. Uh, they're bringing out, uh, a, I forget his name, but he's another white guy. So uh, two Stalker. white guys out there. Do they still have Stalker? <laughs> Stalker on the team? Is he still there? Stalker, I think, is on injured reserve. No. He's gone. Is he there? I forget. <sighs> I thought he was himself. I'm not sure. I'm not okay too keen on the tight end death chart past OJ yeah, Howard. I hear you. I hear you. I just know it's another white guy. I heard Jay, uh, I heard Jay almost dying back then. Yeah, I tried to cover the microphone, but, it, you know, production <laughs> value. I just wanted to say, to add to the beat writer thing, just for context, the Lions beat writer did say that uh, Amir Abdullah would rush... Uh, a thousand over for a thousand yards this year so i just he's not too far off pace yeah i just i think it's interesting because you know i follow the chargers beat writer a lot too it used to be um it's gilkin now but it used to be this other dude i forgot but they they really like they're good at their job a lot of these nfl beat writers they they have it's weird because i imagine it's these like old neck beers who just sit there and you know drink beers and stuff but they're actually kind of like us yeah, you know, but their their analysis, like how they get a feel for, I guess they get it just from being around the coaches and the players themselves, and just it's interesting to have that dimension where they, where they see stuff that we don't and how it goes into their thinking. Like because when I read that on Abdullah, I was just like, this guy's this guy's fucking nuts. What is he even talking about? And then you know, and then because it made me think about because you're talking about you know the guy on OJ Howard because I didn't really know what to think of OJ Howard because you know I don't watch college ball. So I just I kind of had to read the scouting reports and see how he's used in the preseason. That's kind of why I was a little low on him. But you know I, I I like the fact that you know I guess what I'm basically saying is if you guys out there need you should be following every beat writer for every team if you're really serious uh, right, about football right. and fantasy football. Like it's really such a great asset. Actually, uh, you don't necessarily need to even follow uh, every beat writer. I mean, uh, Sleeperbot is a fantastic app. Um, it. It follows are they a the sponsor for you. Are they a sponsor? They a sponsor? Oh, that would have been <laughs> such a great segue. We're wasting it. We gotta get them as a sponsor. What a waste! Oh, we that was perfect. Get them as a sponsor, we That's should. Up to you, I, I haven't. Man, seen why is that up to me? It. All right, I'm the boss. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so get to, no, but uh, they follow every beat writer for you, and uh, it's they perfect. Send yeah, you I do that. I mean, it's incredible the amount of information I myself get from beat writers. So I, I'm glad we brought that up. Yep. Uh, 
49ers, Cardinals. We got three more games before we wrap up, so we can kind of rapid fire through them. Um, so, Jay, I'll start with you. What did you think of Carlos Hyde last week? Um, he had a really great game, but what do you think of him going uh, into Arizona? I've week? always loved him. I've always, I mean, honestly, I just, I've always loved where he's gone. I think he's always been like a prototypical, like, running back two. And I, I like him because you kind of know what you're going to get. It's kind of like this above average production. Um, he's never broken through the ceiling though. I've always, I always thought he was going to be an elite rusher in the league, but he hasn't quite gotten there yet. I think the problem is too is he's got some talented guys waiting behind him, and this new regime, he's not really their guy. You know, I remember mm-hmm. in the in the preseason and early in the season, just getting a lot of, and a lot of um, questions and wanting to get my take on on what the future will hold for him. And I think they're going to stick with him uh, for a while, especially with that with that good game coming in. I mean, he's got – he had like what? Uh, he, he has 250, 250 rushing yards or something with uh, two yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, he so had far. 90 last week. And the yeah. interesting thing was they went with him on fourth and one, or right at the goal line. They ran him four straight times. So that is what Shanahan thinks that the 49ers should do to score in goal line situations is give it to Carlos Hyde. So yeah. that's uh, real good news. I mean, be sure, be sure to check out uh, Mayer's uh, – or is it Mahar? I was, it's Mahar, right? Mayer. It's John Mayer. Okay. No, Mike Mayer. Mike Mahar. I, I always forget what he <laughs> – he's going to hate me for this. He's going to quit I tomorrow. Right uh, I know. Yeah. But um, he, he does a great handcuff report, and I think if you want the handcuff for Hyde, you go with Brita. But if you are if you want the long-term guy, I think Joe Williams, uh, I really do like him. I, uh, I think um, longer term, like if you're in keep leagues and stuff, did I'd be really happy cut? having him. Oh, did he? He got cut. Oh man, I really liked him. I don't know what happened. Maybe he just sucked. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I just maybe I'm just not good at this. I don't know what's going on. But um, <laughs> Is it time for- <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know. I think kind of went under the radar, but he got cut. Yeah, I think the issue is uh, not the issue. Up. I think he was hurt. That's why. I think he got okay. Hurt. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he might be back next. I year. think I think the cool thing about Hyde is is the the fact that it's a Brian Hoyer led team. So. Obviously, the offense does not flow through the quarterback. You know, it's not like there's a lot of ways for this team to do something offensively. So I think I think the offense flows through uh, Hyde. And if it flows through a running back like that, you gotta own him no matter what. And you gotta start him no matter what, just in case. So I, I think that's where I'm at. Um, despite not knowing Joe Williams got cut. So whatever. <laughs> okay. No uh, one's perfect, man. It's all good. No one is perfect. That's true. Uh, what do you sure. think of Carson Palmer this weekend in uh, the Cardinals side of the ball? I actually love him a lot. Um, so you know, you earlier in the show you were referencing you know quarterback uh, streamers. Oh uh, yeah, uh, we think, might have better one here. Yeah, I think you know Jake Cutler is definitely up there. I like Palmer and I like uh, Trevor Simeon. But basically, the Cardinals are at home. You know, they're massive favorites against the Forty Niners. Um, you know, they have. You know, offensive line issues, but the thing is, is you know the 49ers are second to last in in adjusted sack rate, so they're not getting pressure. Um, you know, the Cardinals do not have a run game; they can't run. The 49ers are actually pretty good at stopping the run, so you know they pretty much just funnel everything you know to the pass. And right. their cornerbacks, their cornerbacks are not that good. So, you know, I do like Palmer a lot. I think Fitz eats. I think, you know, Nelson he could eat. Even Jerome Brown, you know, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I like this passing attack a lot, a lot this week. 
Man, sure. who would you, who would you rather have? Who would you rather have, Diggs or Fitz? Fitz, Diggs. Fitz. I've been a, I've been a Diggs guy for. Oh, are you saying just for this week? No, nah, just for, just for the season. Just for the season. For the season, Diggs. Without question, Diggs. What what if uh, I threw? Sticking to my guns, uh, Diggs is still too good, too inconsistent yeah. for me. I, I respect it. I respect it. What about Cooks? I, until I like, see it a few more times. Like, what if I added Cooks into there? Diggs. Like Cooks, Diggs, or Fitz? Diggs. It's like okay. not even a question for me. Yeah. yeah. They're just they're they're kind of present on my mind because I kind of I keep on I find myself the last few weeks kind of bunching them together, you know, in my rankings. So it's really it's tough for me to kind of like I love Fitz, but sometimes I feel like I want to go with something flashy like with Cooks or with Diggs, but man, you like a sexy lineup. Yeah, it's just you know because Fitz, I think it was what is it the first two weeks of the season didn't really show up for a little bit, so I, I think that was that quit, was the issue. Quit listening to Zach. <laughs> just, yeah. He, uh, you know, Fitz also also you know because he's older, he also wears down as the season goes on every yeah. year. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a fair you know, point. Like for me, Diggs, like he's such an incredible route runner. He's so quick, like he can go get like the jump balls, but. If you look at the last couple of years, like quarterback issues and injury issues are the only things that really derailed him, you know. So, yeah, let's not give Stefan Diggs too much credit on last week because Vernon Hargreaves is playing like ten yards off at the line of scrimmage, so he was he's just it was t- soft toss to him last week. It was ridiculous. The Bucks were so awful last week, so awful. But yeah, I, I get it. People love Stefan yeah. Diggs. He is a good <laughs> route runner, though. <laughs> so we. I love the Bucks Homer take. The Bucks uh, Homer puking right there. <laughs> oh, uh, I just hope it doesn't get worse than it was last week. <laughs> it took a couple days to get over it. Um, <laughs> the Broncos. You already, you already had mentioned that you like Trevor Simeon. Um, I think we pretty much know who we're going to start in this game, except for on the Raiders side of the ball. Uh, what do you think of Amari Cooper and Will Crabtree, uh, Jay? I love him. It just depends which which car shows up. Is it going to be Derek or is it going to be David? You know that I think that's right. the issue. Ooh, that was good. Um, one. That was uh-huh. Yeah, man. That's what that's what I'm here to do. No. Um. So the thing is, I I've always liked Derek Carr. I think if you go back in the last three years in the podcast, I've always kind of raved about the Raiders, how they're a team on the rise. That Carr is pretty good, but he does have limitations, and I think you saw that a lot last week. Sometimes his accuracy suffers. He he really has no long ball. Uh, to speak of, but he's consistent. He's almost—I I swear to God—he's almost like Alex Smith, but with uglier eyebrows. You know, so it's just. Uh, but that's all they need most of the time. I mean, I—I I, I love Amari Cooper. I love Crabtree. I think I'm really high on Crabtree this week. Um, this week, really? Wow. Yeah, I think okay. I have him plus I, I, ten. I have I him plus ten. I need to hear your your reasoning here. Well, I just think it's because he's—he's he's the de facto touchdown uh, or the red zone target for. For Carr, and I think you know, while the Broncos' defense is you know amazingly awesome, um, I still think it's these. Uh, I don't know how to describe. It. It's kind of on a lark, but these interdivision games are always kind of weird to me. Like I, watching football yeah, for so long, like any any interdivisional game, even if uh, you know the Broncos are. You know what I mean? It's just weird shit happens. And I, while I can't quantify it and I won't pretend to sit here and try to put some analytics on it, I, I okay. would say that it does kind of fit in my mindset sometimes. So uh, I, I sit there and be like, man, can the Raiders win this game? They shouldn't, but can they? And I'm like, yeah, they should, especially coming off such an embarrassing loss. And, um, you know, let's be honest. I, I do like Simeon this week as a streamer, but I just I, 
I think, you know, if Denver struggles to move the ball, the Raiders could take advantage of that. Because they, they do have, I mean, man, it's going to be a tough game for Lynch, but I think they could do it. And I, I do like Crabtree simply because I think he will get the red zone looks in this game. You're not, oh, scared, of, uh, you're not scared of Aki Tlaib and Chris Harris and Roby? I mean, their cornerbacks are nasty. Yeah, no, I I am, know, but... Tlaib might shoot himself in the foot. You know, especially the fact that the Broncos are at home. I, I know I'm kind of out on an island on this, but I just I it's one of those gut feels that that I would okay. say 20% of it is affecting kind of my decision making process with okay. this game. Okay. So I respect it. You know yeah. because you know you know I'm, Chargers are your team, the Raiders are my team. So, okay. Oh, you're a Raiders um, fan. That's cool. I'm a Raiders fan. Yeah. Well, I think so Raiders can know. win. I really do. It's just it's going to be tough. So it. it let, what the I mean, hell how do you feel? Last week, man. Yeah, they just did not come out to play it was just like a deer in the headlights it was, that was bad um so you know i guess the contrarian thinking is you know maybe they were looking ahead to this game possibly because yeah. you know as jay said they you know they have played them well uh you know especially in denver so there's a possibility but i think there was a stat i saw like into their careers in against denver uh both cooper and crabtree have not caught more than like four passes and you know garnered in like more than 40 yards a game against them like they've only scored one touchdown against them each in in their careers so um it's kind of it's kind of crazy but you know like you're saying like i kind of feel what you're saying though you know because like like you said it's a division game you never know what's going to happen right so um i hope you're right (laughs) yeah it's weird i have cooper plus three and i have crabtree plus five over over my peers so um I mean, granted, th- those are low numbers, but in the scheme of things, those are actually pretty high numbers. Like anything over two or three is pretty, you know, off the consensus. I would say is 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 your buy-in. So, um, okay. I so, just, yeah, uh, I oh, like yeah, the Raiders. Yeah. I think, yeah, I I, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to pull off the upset, and I I like Crabtree and and Cooper to be the part of that. I'm not sure about Lynch though. I forgot where I ranked him. I think I was a little bit lower on him just because. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about Lynch like going forward? You think it's just going to be like this, like tough as it goes, or we still got more to more to see? You go ahead. You go ahead, Zane. You're the Raiders fan. All right, thank you, sir. Um, they're just not giving them enough volume. You yeah. know, it's uh, you know they still putting in all those other guys, and you know Actually, unless I they fully throw in one comment here, they did say at the beginning of the season they were going to try to limit him to under 200 carries in the regular yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, which is dumb, right? Which is dumb because you know it's it's their window now. Right, I mean they're primed for a run, yeah. and you know, it's not like, like he has a you... future to protect. You know exactly, exactly. <laughs> right, like well, yeah. What are you saving him for? Like just, just go, like do it. So, and especially like that type of runner, like you need to get, let him get into a rhythm. But then more importantly, like he starts wearing out the opposing defense, right? Because like they don't want to tackle that guy, right? So you just got to keep, you know, just ramming that battering ram in, in, into them and kind of, you know, soften it up a little bit and then that'll open up a lot of other things. But for some reason, you know, they're just, they're just not making that commitment. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's really, I mean, he is the preeminent downfield, you know, runner uh, of the NFL when he was in his prime, you know, when he, yeah. he went to Seattle. And it's just, uh, he's a bowling ball. Like, the fact that you're putting a bowling ball away to throw tennis balls around, it's just, that that's like yeah. a really weird metaphor, but, you know, I just went with it. So we'll just, we'll go with it. <laughs> Well, you know, in last week's game, you know, like first and goal from the one, and they throw the ball four times. Yeah, they gave up on on <laughs> they gave up on the running game for some odd yeah. reason. Yeah, 
And it was, I think it was the least accurate I've seen Carr in a long time. It was really, it was bad. So, well, you know what really shocked me in that game was, you know, their offensive line is really good, both run blocking and pass blocking. But like they were just getting abused. Like they yeah, were, they couldn't hold up. First, that was really weird. I, I, I rarely seen that, you know, over the past few years. So yeah, I forget the graphic, but they were saying that Carr on average would get like four and a half or four seconds or something. But that game he was getting like two and a half yeah. and three seconds to try to get the ball out. So yeah, that could have had something to do with it, of course. So sure. All right, Matt, where are we going? we got one game left, right? Uh, Yeah, we got, well, Colts, Seahawks. Is there anyone either of you guys like in that game? Man, keep an eye uh, on Brissett. I really like what I've seen from Brissett so far. He's like, okay. he's exciting to watch. He's kind of like a Cam Newton Jr., you know, for Chris, me. So, Chris, Chris Carson, Carson. Uh, Stan? Yeah, sure. yeah, Chris Carson. Yeah, you got to, I mean, they're massive favorites, um, you know, they they they're gonna feed on the ball, especially because ProSize is out, right? So yeah, um, and, and don't Eddie be sucks, don't so. be don't be afraid of owning Chris Carson long term. You want him on your team? Don't trade him away. Try to buy him if you can. This kid, like when you watch him run, he's so good. Like I was surprised at how good he looked when I watched him. Oh my goodness! Yeah, definitely. He's uh, Jimmy Graham definitely starting. Uh, Doug Baldwin, if he's healthy enough to go, I believe he's a good start too. Paul Richardson, maybe if he's not. Uh, if he's a scratch. Um, but, yeah, the Redskins and Chiefs, that's our Monday night game. Uh, I need to know what you guys think of Kirk Cousins this week. Jay, I'll start with you. Aw, uh, man, you went with – you know what? He had his kid. I don't no, know, honestly. Uh, yeah, it happened today, I think. You know what? Forgive me. I was a little unprepared because I was actually – I got an interesting trade question today on Carson. I was trying to look it up to get your guys' opinion on it. And I thought it was great. Because I was just like, no, you got to do Carson. And then I, I was like, man, would I if I said this in the preseason, I would have been laughed out of the room. But it was, um, would you trade Chris Carson for uh, Devontae Adams? And I was I was like, no, you want Carson there uh, completely. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, sure. I agree. Okay, that was it. That was just what I was looking up. Um, yeah, what were we saying? We were talking about Kirk Cousins. Yeah, um, I've never been a Kirk Cousins guy. I know he was like, what, a top five quarterback Scoring wise, last season, I think in in, in most top, of formats, top ten the year before, top too. ten. Yeah, I just, I think I'm just mad at him because I have Terrell Pryor in a couple leagues. So, oh my um, God, Terrell Pryor has <laughs> been a nightmare yeah. this year. Yeah, you know what? Kirk Cousins has nowhere to go but up because he's had a great season so far, and I think he can get better because he hasn't looked particularly great. I think their pass offense has looked kind of weird at times, mm-hmm. and they were really lucky. Chris Thompson came to play. Uh, last week, I've been I've been praising Chris Thompson for the last three weeks, and even though Rob Kelly is, I think he's coming back this week, and he's gonna probably take some of the snaps. I think Chris Thompson is is the guy to own there right now, especially in PPR. I think he's just, I think they saw him as like a really great weapon last. I mean, who didn't honestly? But um, in terms of Cousins, I just I, I'm I'm really middling on him, but I think he can do better. It's just I. I want to hate the Redskins so much. I just don't know why it's like because that. I think it's just Sni- I think it's just Snyder. Yeah, no, I I don't <laughs> think it's just because I love her. I think it's just Fred Snyder's just a, a douche, you know. Yeah, he kind of so, is. Kind of, but a yeah. And uh, I don't know. Cousins always. It's weird out here because it's, there's a lot of racial. I mean, not a lot of racial tension, but back when it was RG three, like there was just so much racist shit out here. And then oh. where, when Kirk Cousins was named the starter, it was like it, it was like a holiday, like a white holiday. 
uh, for a lot of people out in Maryland. And it was just, it really? was just weird. Yeah, you know, it's weird when you experience stuff like that locally, like when you're in the midst of it, and you know, you're listening to the water cooler talk, and you're listening to the local news and the the talk shows, and just the way they was, it was really weird. Like people don't remember Shanahan destroying RG3's career. You know, uh, but yeah, we're getting into delicate stuff now, but you know, it's just, I, I never thought Cousins was that talented, but he's definitely a stable guy and he can prove me wrong. I think he's proved me wrong two years in a row. I just, I can't get on the bandwagon yet. And that's, that's probably my own weakness. So I'll just leave it at that. He's like, he's like, he's like Matt Stafford for me. I just, I can't get on that bandwagon. I can't be sold on that. And I don't, I can't tell you why. It's just, I I don't like, it's interesting too, because I feel like the two quarterbacks, their play style is pretty similar. It's just kind of, it's just kind of stand in the pocket and gunsling it, you know? So maybe, uh, I'm not uh, sure. We're going to wrap up here. Uh, My dog is freaking out in the background because my buddy just arrived. We're going to head out to dinner. All right, let's go. (laughs) Cool. So, uh, Jay. Why don't you uh, give me your Twitter handle? Yeah, 8JWrong. Um, be sure to follow Matt and thank him for being so patient with me. I have a way of drawing these things out, which is why I'm never on the show. I think that's the no. why, that's why. So No, it's because you never want to because you, you're in a relationship now, so you have better things what? to do. What? Yeah, relationship <laughs> with Razzball. Yeah. Uh, Stan, why don't you give us your Twitter? That's true, though. Stan, Stan underscore son. Uh, I just want to say appreciate you guys for having me on. It was fun talking to football with you guys. Man, oh, I was at a. I was at a Katy Perry concert this week. By the way, how was yeah. it? I, it was actually pretty fun. I mean, okay. to be fair, she's kind of engineered. Not like how can you hate Katy Perry? Honestly, I mean, she's not you know someone I listen to, but she got she got like a really weird show, like with huge lips on the screen, and I it's very vaginal. So it was it was kind very of bad, bad yeah. Vaginal. There's a lot of vaginal stuff. Yeah. So Are you sure it wasn't a Miley Cyrus concert. No, it wasn't actually. It's funny, you know who opened up for her? Miley Cyrus's sister. She's trying to become a thing, and she's oh jeez, yeah, she's fucking oh, terrible. Whatever. Anyhow, teach her. All right, but uh, check out her rankings; they're already out. We're gonna um, up- be updating our rankings throughout the week. We're always here to answer your comments. So, thank you for joining us on the Rad Splits podcast. Wait, wait, we'll uh, did Stan give his Twitter? We need to I give. Did. Okay. Yeah, Listen, everyone, join Stan's RCLs. I'm going to be creating a league there next week. So for all you football listeners, join me in going as him. And I promise to try not to ignore my team. Uh, <laughs> I knocked on wood there if you guys can't. Yeah. Week three. Yeah. And then, um, and then Zach hopefully will replace me. But thanks, everyone. And thank you, Stan, specifically for being on the show because I'm the one who talked you into it. So All good. It was fun, man. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Later. Later.